Welcome to the Three Hokage's Podcast with your hosts, Kay, Kareem, and Hanif. I guess we've been away for, what, two weeks now? A lot has happened, transpired, so I guess we'll start this episode off discussing recent season finales. Uh, we'll start with Peacemaker. Uh, Kay, what was your thoughts on the season? What was your thoughts on the season finale? My thoughts overall on the season, I should not have liked this show. There was nothing, like, going in, there's nothing that I thought I was going to like. I thought this was going to be stupid. The character Peacemaker is dumb. Like, for all of the purpose, he is a horrible character and a waste of a character. But there is something so endearing about the way that John Cena has given this his all. I'm just like, I like it. I'm not supposed to like it. This is supposed to be trash. But I love it. I <laughs> love this show. Like, I'm not the biggest DC fan. We know I don't really care about DC. DC is trash in my opinion. But Peacemaker is like top tier. It it has no reason to be as good as it is. And I know that's wrong. But like it is just like above and beyond what it should be. Like everything about it just fits from the racist father who is, you know, bad dads personified. <laughs> but like like, but you got like bad dads, bad moms, like what the hell? And then the finale. The freaking finale. Okay. If you have not seen it, guess what's gonna happen? I'm spoiling this shit for you. And well, I don't spoiler. care. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. And spoilers. This is what we're doing. That finale and seeing the Justice League show up and then it actually be members of the Justice League. I'm not gonna tell you which ones, but you can kind of figure out who would come back for a TV show versus who's gonna come back for a movie. We know this. And then to have her throw her mother under the bus. I just knew when she opened that door to her apartment, I thought her mom was going to have her wife dead and then she was going to kill her, like put a bullet in her in her head. Like, girl, you just outed your mama on TV. How did I work in a Black family? We don't do that. And we know if we try to do something like that, that is a problem. Like, oh my God, it's just, I'm sorry. I'm just still like, I watched it twice now and it's just still like, I can keep watching it the season I can keep watching most shows I don't rewatch the season because I'm like they're kind of crappy but for some reason this show has no reason to be so good but it is and it just like each time you watch it there's just something else you're like oh I like this I like this I like this and the human torpedo move It shouldn't work, but when you you see it, you gotta laugh. Like, there's nothing about it that just is not absolutely amazingly funny. And everyone is just so committed to their roles, but not in like, ha ha, look at me, I'm so big and bad. Like, it's just really funny. Everyone's just like, if you told me that they did not all enjoy being in this show, I would be like, wow, they're really good actors. Cause it all seems like it's just like straight up fun including the racist father who even though he's dead is still going to keep showing up like bullets to the brain and you're still here i liked it <laughs> kareem what about you <laughs> um i i enjoyed the show i haven't seen not as much as you did but that doesn't mean i didn't enjoy it i enjoyed it a lot um i i, I don't want i don't want to say i was surprised at how good it was 
Um, because I, I do like James Gunn. I do like the, you know, his shows, his movies. So I, I did expect to enjoy it to some extent. Um, but I didn't expect to like all the characters as much as I did. Um, to be honest with you, I thought Peacemaker was good in the movie, but I didn't know how I would feel about a series about it. It's like, okay, what could they cover? What they, but I was still interested in it because, you know, just a, just a fan of it. But I did thoroughly enjoy the characters. I thought they all show character development, um, even in surprising ways. Um, so even throughout like the humorous scenes or the interactions, right? even sometimes I feel like, okay, maybe it's a joke too many and during the course of one dialogue. Um, yeah. But there's also the right amount of heart and understanding where even despite the humor, you could tell that there's some depth to the character or that there's some pain disguised in the character as to why they are the way they are. And part of that was, of course, Peacemaker, um, the situation he had with his father, where we finally get to see what happened with his brother. Um, we finally get to see the we finally got to see the impact it had on him, you know, towards the end of the series, and what made him finally realize that he isn't the most terrible person. His father probably is, um, <laughs> and his father not only made all of these decisions, but then he he allowed him to take the blame for it um, because he could never accept the blame for it. Um, but I do like the fact that his father still haunts him, um, and one of the reasons I like that is because. The beginning of this show, we were, it was in the forefront of, well, is Peacemaker racist? He has a racist father, you know, he kills, you know, it was funny, but it was, it was still serious questions too. Like, okay, he seems to kill a lot of people of color. Um, so I think throughout the show, we saw that, okay, he is not racist, so to speak, um, but he's still haunted by that past. And I think that's perfect for his father to still be that ghost because he's still haunted by that. And it's not something that you just, it just cleanly disappears. Um, and so I do like how that is an acknowledgement of part of his history. Um, and it shows how far he's come from being who his father was. Um, also, Economos, I mean, the fact that, you know, <laughs> he had to explain why his beard looked the way that it did, you know, it was kind of funny, but it was also sad. Um, oh and, my God. and it shows a lot of depth to his character. But to me, it also showed that the team gained a greater understanding of each other. Um, and to me, that scene was, you know, I, I wanted to laugh at first, and then I felt really bad for him. Um, so I think that was an example of how well the show um, was in terms of the character development, even despite the humor um, attached to a lot, a lot of the sequences. Um, the action was good. Um, I don't think the action was, um, above and beyond. Um, I think we saw Peacemaker use a lot of the, the abilities that his helmets had throughout the series. So I think they kept it to a minimal with just the sonic boom or the human torpedo. And they, they made it humorous enough where you could laugh, but serious enough where you could say, okay, I can see how they were able to defeat the most grotesque cow I've ever seen in my life. I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, um, like our cow kaiju? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I, I did understand um, and I appreciated why the butterflies were doing what they were doing. Um, and I, I like how it was a slight twist on what we usually expect in terms of world domination, where there's an yeah. invasion. Um, 
However, if if I had to eat something from that cow in order to survive, then man, I'm done. Just like just like let's just wrap it up and, and try a different <laughs> way to you know to survive. But but I did appreciate that as well. Um, I mean, though, because, potentially, is it any different than uh, us us doing honey from a bee from bees? Bees don't look like that. <laughs> well, not we got to magnify it. Like imagine, yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> if they were that big, maybe. I mean, all the different eyes, you say, yeah, I don't want anything from that. Mm-hmm. But um, but but honey, I highly doubt that the food the butterflies have tastes as good as honey. Um, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not either. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff looks um, gross. But I did like the what was supposed to be their motivation behind their actions because to me that added some nuance to um, the series, and it also has me looking forward to next season. Where if there's nuance this season, hopefully there's some nuance next season. Where you know Amanda Waller, um, what else could they get into next season? Now that out of bio is going public, um, with a lot Beat of what doing exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I'm I'm excited to see what's in store going forward because we do have a better understanding of the characters, um, and now we can have a better understanding of what type of challenges they could face. And they're part of the greater DCEU, so it's it's uh, I'm really excited for it. What about you, Hanif? What did you think about it? I was uh, one of those people who, at the when the first came out, I think the first three episodes, I was like, "This is a joke." This is. I felt like I was watching something from off the Sci Fi Channel, and I think it was because, and the dance number and the intro was just like, "Okay, this is not what I expected." It's really goofy, um, but it, it grew on me. Uh, like I said, as the as the episodes went on, you got a little bit more understanding about each character, uh, what their motivations are, what their fears are, um, a better understanding. Of, every, of everybody in the, in the world that they've built around themselves. Uh, I, even though uh, at the end of the se- first season, I still feel like John Cena isn't, he's definitely not the brightest of the uh, group of people there, but he knows what he can do. He knows what his capabilities are. Um, but he's I don't know. vigilante. I, yeah, yeah, vigilante is just one of these, I think he's like one of those people, I, I don't know, it's, not, it's just like he, he's, he's not picking up on social norms. Like this is someone who's probably clearly didn't grow up with a lot of friends, um, aside from maybe Peacemaker and his brother. But it's just someone like things that he says, it's like, you know, kind of like one of those things where he's like, read the room. And he's not mm-hmm. reading the room. So he's, he's like, like drafted in a way. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he's like, like a, he's like, a, I guess, a goofy Drax. Way, but see, Drax takes everything literally. Like he's like, you know, he's saying, I'm no, the, whatever someone says on, on, on the, uh, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, he takes it verbatim. It's like, no, I'm just, you know, just this is a, a euphemism for something. Oh no, this is this way. But he's not that far removed from Drax, I would say. But I could see them being the DCU's version of Guardians of the Galaxy, but a clumsier form of it, where not everyone's a uh, uh, deadliest woman of the galaxy, or everyone has a special power. They're just like kind of filling them, still filling their way around in the dark. Uh, trying to find uh, who they are, um, especially Amanda Waller's daughter. Uh, it took her pretty much all eight episodes for her to, you know, find the strength to come forward. You know, and not so much she didn't confront her mother directly. You know, she ain't that crazy. She, she used the public, yeah. <laughs> she used the public domain to, uh, you know, to, to um, you know, out herself as well as her group um, to, to say what they were doing uh, and things like that. But I liked the the action in the show. Uh, that that was fine. 
Uh, I'm interested in find out what's going to happen next season because I'm not sure if they're going to continue fighting butterflies or if they're going to move on to a new villain or anything like that because they did take out the cow, but I don't know if that's the only cow. I mean, is this the only cow they have in the Western Hemisphere or whatever? They didn't really allude to that. They just said they were trying to move it to their warehouse in Connecticut. Um, so I don't, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I'm um, hopefully that it's not going to be the only villain they face. Um, but I did like all of the characters. Uh, I felt that John Cena's father playing the, uh, uh, the redneck version of Iron Man, which, which was pretty, which I had questions about like, how is this guy's made his own suit and he's got, um, these kind of shields. He's got this alternate dimension storage. He's got, uh, rocket packs and he's pretty much no, no, like, Street trash, like he's just a, a, a clansman with his 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 um, subordinates are just running around with pillowcases on the head, and he's got this whole uh, white dragon um, body armor on. Like, how does where does he get the money for this? Like, how is this being funded outside of Fox News? Like, how is this guy? <laughs> uh, That's uh, all <laughs> <laughs> like Tucker Carlson's giving him some money to make the suit. I don't understand it, but um, I mean, those are just minor details that just you know just casual casually thought about as watching the show. Uh, I'm I'm looking I'm probably looking more forward to next season to see if they have a new dance number than, than anything else. Um, I, I did like the the flip on the alien invasion where they're not coming in to take over they're coming in to make sure that humans don't make the same mistakes to their to our planet that they did to theirs. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um, but the fact that they went to the extreme measures of you no know, killing people and taking over their bodies to prevent us from you no. Know, damaging our planet even more than we already have uh, was interesting. Uh, but again, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it's not the greatest uh, act, a superhero show on, on TV or even on HBO Max. Uh, I still think Titans is a, is a better show, but I enjoyed it. I was actually, um, I, I was wrong when, when I first saw it. I thought it wasn't going to be good, but it actually was pretty decent. See, like yeah. I said, it had no reason to be as good as it was. It was like, yeah, it yeah. should be, but it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. It has no reason to be as good as it was. And I think that's also because of James Gunn. I, I think if it was done by someone else, uh, it would not have been as good. Especially since James Gunn directed uh, Suicide Squad 2, which introduced us to Peacemaker's character. Yeah. But, I uh, what, but one thing I had a question was that at the end of this season, they showed there was still a butterfly left that was that landed on his. Uh... It's still golf. Yeah. It's still golf. Golf is thought... the first one. No, golf. Remember, golf went into the girl, and when she went into the um to the police officer, and when he and when after he picked up Adebayo, and mm-hmm. they were walking out, you saw a golf coming out. He did not kill. Him. He just kept moving. Like. Yeah, he decided not to kill golf. Oh, at the end, and and I guess part of it is, um, even though he asked the question that he basically committed genocide, he because he didn't want to take out the last one directly. Um, He just wanted to pretty much stop what their plan was, and that's why he still had the food left over at the end. But since that's the last of the food supply, that we would believe that there's no way um, Goth could ultimately survive. Okay, I honestly, I I thought Goth. I thought God died. That's what I was like, okay, where's this butterfly come from? Okay. Um, but I don't know. I also was surprised by how she flipped it or it flipped it, where it was saying that um, uh, the butterfly that was within Mern 
how he was actually the bad guy. I was like, wait, it doesn't seem right because he was the one trying to take you guys out. And but I don't know. I, I felt that was kind of confused for me. It was, it was confused me for a little bit. But um, I thank you for allowing me to understand that that was actually Goth. It wasn't just like a figment of his imagination because then I saw his father up here. So I was like, is the butterfly fake? Is that also what he's imagining himself seeing? Or is it also in addition to his dad sitting on the stoop as well? I wasn't hundred percent sure on that. No, God, it, that was definitely goth because, like I said, you did see him come out of her or you saw it come out, whatever. You saw right, him right. come out of her, so yeah. Okay. But that was what was so awesome. Like, that's what I'm saying. It, the show has no reason to be as good as it is and it's multi-tiered and multi-layered and there's so many little things on it that you're just like, oh, I can understand the, um, I can understand why the butterflies are trying to take over the planet. They're not killing everybody. Mm-hmm. They're just killing like politicians. Yeah, people who actually make the rules. Which... Right, and I'm like, is that really is that really that big of a loss? Looking at who some <laughs> of our politicians are now, it is not. Would it really be? I mean, t- killing their kids. Okay, that's a problem. But then again, <laughs> well, the kids are. I'm not advocating. Yeah, the kids are. Right, I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating killing people's kids. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of this reality of that reality, they weren't taking over like liberal people well maybe they were but i'm like my assumption was like it seemed like they were taking over people that were like oh i don't know the mitch mcconnell's of 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 that universe i got i got no problem butterflies taking over him like okay sure no problem i do go for it that means you're gonna live a longer time (laughs) (laughs) he lives so much longer we can't we we can't handle all that so yeah okay maybe that would be a problem but like you want to make you want to make this planet better you want to make it more green okay so long as you're not stopping us mm-hmm. i think we're fine <laughs> and by us i mean us humans <laughs> humanity no black people oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but they killed Mern twice well but Mern was a bad guy Let's remember this. Mern was a bad guy. He was like, yo, when he, when he, as he was, as the one that was inside of Mern was talking, he was like, yo, the stuff I see, like the horror, like this dude has killed a lot of people and feels bad. Like, yeah, no, I don't. Well, he, didn't, he may not have had any cultural sensitivity. That butterfly could have been racist. And now all of a sudden he's saying the black man he took over is a bad guy. How do we know that for sure? <laughs> the butterfly's racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because oh <laughs> golf is just... kind of surprised that he was even a butterfly. Like, whoa, wait a minute. You said you could right. take over a black person. So, you know. <laughs> True. It's like I got this Asian girl. This is what we can do. These are these are our parameters. We do the, the Asians, we do the white people. We don't mess with the white people. We don't take them over. That's wrong. Um, so me- melanin is possibly their kryptonite. They can't, no, they can't fuse with the body with too much melanin. Yeah, it's like lead. It's like lead super. They can't see through it. That's completely possible. Oh my god! So we'll, we'll 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 swing from DC to Disney um, and talk about the Book of Boba. Uh, season finale, or as well as the entire season, um, which I feel is more like Mandalorian uh, part two kind of thing, where it just it's become a Mando show in the last two out two or almost three episodes. Three. Or so. Yeah, last three episodes really just the Mando show. 
So what was your breakdown on it, Kay? You want to discuss is this the season finale or you want to also discuss uh, your thoughts on the entire season? My thoughts on the entire season was I'm still not a fan. Like, it was too slow moving. I was not invested in 90% of the characters, um, which is sad because even Boba Fett, I was like, so I don't care. Like, it just moved too slow for me that I just didn't really give a crap about the show. But I do like the fact that we got at the very end, we got to see um, Boba Fett riding a Rancor. That was all. Like, I think that was like the only thing I needed to see in this entire show. <laughs> like, just for that, I'm like, you know what? I'll bump it up from a C to a B minus. Like, he rode a Rancor. He rode a Rancor into battle on the streets of Tatooine. Like, who thought that was gonna happen? Uh, when they first showed the rancor, I said, "I would like to ride." I said, yeah, "He's definitely gonna ride this rancor before this episode." <laughs> I mean, it was like he's just telling, "Hey guys, you might want to tune in later. I'm gonna be riding this rancor soon." Like once he said it, I was like, "Yeah, he's definitely gonna ride the rancor." I don't know where, but he's gonna be on top of the rancor. At least for either they're gonna show his training or something, but it's definitely gonna happen. I'm just now. I'm just gonna wait till Funko Pop puts out the giant size. <gasps> Ranko with the little mini Boba Fett sitting on top. Yo, I am waiting for that. Like, that was one of my first ones. I was like, well, that's going to be a Funko Pop. That's going to be a Funko Pop. That's going to be a figure. That is going to be everywhere for everybody. And they are all going to make money hand over fist. I will. I would get that. And I'll put it right next to the Shinron uh, Funko Pop I have in the box. Uh, I'd put it right there. Um, But other than other than the the Ranko on uh, uh, Rampage through Mos Espa, there was anything else you thought about the uh, the final episode, or even Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka's uh, appearances in the in the season? Or no? Can I tell you, I am so tired of Luke Skywalker. Like, I get it. I, whoa, I, I get whoa. it. <laughs> I know. I know. I shouldn't say that as a fan, but I'm getting like, can we leave the Skywalkers alone? Can we? Can we move on and actually expand the world? Like, I love that before Luke even showed up before in Mando, I was great because, you know what, we, we had expanded the world. We had people that weren't the main characters that we haven't seen already, and it was great. I don't need to keep seeing Luke Skywalker. I do think the de-aging thing is a nice, is, was nice. Like that, That's getting better. Like that's getting really good. But again, they could have just used Sebastian Stan. But... Um, <laughs> like i'm tired of dealing with the skywalkers like let them go leave them be although who else could have taught uh who else could have taught Grogu? like yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's not it it's okay the finale was okay um i don't i'm not and i'm not thoroughly interested in next season either like i'll watch it because i'll probably have nothing else better to do but um, like i didn't like i would not watch it the show until like maybe two days after it already came out so like like it's not my oh i gotta watch it like whereas with um peacemaker i made sure i watched peacemaker at the day that it came out not like the time but like when i would get home but Boba Fett, I would wait till like maybe Friday or Saturday and watch it. Or maybe sometimes like I miss two weeks in a row. <sighs> Just get better. Maybe 
pull me in somehow. I don't know how they can do that, but it, it's just an okay show. It, 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 it's no peacemaker. <laughs> Thankfully, I, honestly, I, I don't think I would watch it if I seen Boba Fett and Finn uh, dancing at the beginning of, <laughs> of each episode of uh, the Book of Boba. Like, what? What is this? I see little Grogu. Like, he's on the, he's on the, uh, he's on a DJ booth. Like, yeah, no, this is not it. This, okay, first off, you know darn well if Grogu was on a DJ booth, we would all tune in to see that. The internet and the internet will make that happen. In- we do not deserve the internet. They were there when they returned the Jedi, so we know they can get down on <laughs> Exactly. See, it could happen. It could all happen. But yeah. <laughs> Kareem, what are you? I'm sure you probably like it more than me, but what are your thoughts? So I, I understand the title of the show um, better, the book of Boba Fett. So it, it basically means um, it's everything he wrote down about what all the other characters did around him. <laughs> that's, that's how I, I interpret the, the name of the show now. Um, it was, it was, it was okay. It was just okay for me, uh, and I, I mean, in terms of overall, I thought the finale was was one of the better episodes. Um, but I, the reason why I say it was just okay for me is because they, I, I still think they could have um, done a better job in, in in allowing him to accomplish something, um, and I think it highlighted the way I started to feel, you know, a little bit past midway through the show when they, when the season, when they introduced, we introduced Mando and just his opening sequence, um, the way that blew out, the way that just blew anything Boba Fett did out of the water throughout the entire show up to that point. Um, and I think that to me was part of the issue where he had an entire arsenal in his armor, but he rarely used it. Um, or if he did use it, it didn't come off as um, as impactful as you would expect. Um, part of what I was thinking is, okay, they want to redefine him so that he's not just, you know, Mando in a different armor, and which I could respect. Uh, I even thought the, the storyline of turning him into a kingpin-like figure um, could have been successful. But as it went on and as it got closer to the end, it made me realize, like, he didn't do any preparation. He really didn't have a stronghold um, and pretty much everyone turned against him. So what did he establish? Like, how was he even thinking he could be, you know, a daimo of that area when he had no one really supporting him? And, and that to me was a little bit surprising at that point in the show where it's like, okay, everyone turned on him except for a crew of, of characters that I absolutely did not like. Um, the show could have done without that colorful cast of characters. I didn't even bother to remember any of their names. Um, they just seemed to me to be completely out of place. Um, and so I didn't see the significance in having them. I, I would have liked to see more of Shannon Friend. That would have been more exciting to me as opposed to having seen with, I don't even know, four or five people who who knows where they came from. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's why I feel the show could have been much better if they knew how they wanted to define him. Um, I think he did a great job in the role, but I still don't understand who he is or what he wants to be other than someone who wanted to make things a little bit better. Um, but it, it, I still didn't get a full sense of what he's capable of doing and, and why he's trying to do what he's doing overall. Um, I think 
I don't know how to pronounce her name correctly, but um, Pelly Model, the mechanic. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh huh. She, um, I, I think they showed too much of her. I, I think she was a comment, an unnecessary commentator on what was happening. Uh, I didn't need her to tell me, oh, that's exciting, or oh, watch out, or that's supposed to be my reaction. It shouldn't, you shouldn't have a cast member um, pretending like they're just the audience. And well, so yeah, I didn't well, understand. Uh-huh. You're, talking about, you're talking about in the final, uh, the street fight. You're talking about that? Yeah. Scene or was, yeah, okay. It's, and, you know, just like I think that she was getting a little bit time, extra time where it's like, okay, she was funny in the other episode, um, you know, when she was fixing up his new shit. But the last episode, it's like, okay, I, don't, I hate when shows do that. I'm the audience. I don't need someone in the audience commenting on how I should be commenting on the show sitting on the couch or whatever. I don't need that. And I don't like that because it's just unnecessary to me. Um, so I, I think that was part of the issue as well. Um, they should have focused on the storyline. They should have focused on the characters who were more effective throughout. Uh, I did like the cameos. I did like Grogu's role. Um, I, I enjoyed everything that didn't originate in the show which is saying a lot. Um, but I think in terms of what was given for Boba Fett and, and Shen, it, it could have been a little bit more. It could have been a little bit more, in my opinion. And in terms of Luke Skywalker, I just have to add, he gets the most hate out of all the Skywalkers for some <laughs> unknown reason. <laughs> for some, And people say, oh, I'm tired of Luke Skywalker, but he really hasn't gotten as much as everybody else has. I mean, Anakin had an entire trilogy for himself. He even has spin-off shows for himself, Clone Wars, everything. I mean, we got to see his entire life practically. Um, all we really got for Luke was one trilogy that was the best trilogy easily in the whole Star Wars franchise. And then what we got after that was a character who just spent, you know, the next few movies doing God knows what. And I think the overestimation of how much Luke has done in the series resulted in is the reason why he was given that role in the end of it because people feel tired of the Skywalkers when they shouldn't be tired of Luke. They should be tired of everybody else, such as Ben Solo. <laughs> he, that's why I'm sick of the, the Skywalker trilogy because of characters like that. When Luke, I think he was done a great disservice in the last trilogy with this pretense of he's been around too much when he really hasn't. In terms of the movie franchises, he really has it. And I think, and I enjoy any moment that they give him that shows him doing more or at least living up to the potential that we saw in the original trilogy. So, he no didn't even live up to the potential. But there's not even he that did. potential. It's not in the show. Like, <laughs> he, he's giving Grogu a choice. Okay, that's nice. You're doing like the early pattern one. Like, I didn't feel like there was like, he was used, but he didn't need to be there. No, but you know why I get they the did ju- that, right? They messed Money, him up at the end views. because they had to tie it into the whole Ben Solo storyline, which is yes. Ben Solo was basically his first student. So we already knew Grogu wasn't going to stay because we know he wasn't at the school when everything went down. So that's why they made him give him that ridiculous choice where it's like, come on, the dude can't even wear an outfit? Like, 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 who wants to be a Jedi when you can't even put on some new clothes? Like, <laughs> you got to wear this hand-me-down tunic. Son. <laughs> exactly. Just... Like, but, um, yeah, so... I, but I mean, also, he could, uh, well, 
I guess with, with Grogu's aging, like I said, he's already 50 years old, 50 human years. Uh, for all we know, in this timeline of, of, of uh, Book of Boba, now Ben Solo may not even be born yet. I don't know. I presume, I presume, I presume he's not, um, only because he looks like he's probably in his late 20s, probably, come time of uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker films and stuff. Right. And Luke clearly looks like he's like in his late 20s. Early thirties, like that. Yeah. You ain't. The the Skywalker's lacking of melanin uh, is out. Is their uh, chlorian level doesn't match the melanin level, so I don't think he's in his early thirties. Uh, I think he, <laughs> he's, he's lived a rough life. <laughs> but no, I mean, all just aside, I think that um, it makes sense that Grogu. It's nice that the, we see the um, Jedi school being built. Um, inside of uh, this episode of Book of Boba, but it was kind of like he's still trying to use the old ways of being uh, teaching people how to be a Jedi, where you have to have these absolutes. You can't hold on to your you know, worldly possessions. You have to give your all to the Force and to the Jedi way. And it's like this is what drove. Uh, this is what's going to drive away people who want to become Jedi's because you can't. You, you know, telling yourself that. You, have uh you can't have any love of of, of any, anyone else is what drove anakin to you know sneak away to get with padme and next you know he's with the sith so it's only i mean he's making the same mistakes that his his teachers taught went with yeah. him so i'm fine with grogu leaving it was kind of funny that they used the ship as a uh uber service and just dropped his ass off with uh <laughs> the back. i'm like wait they put him in a ship by himself. Like I could see Luke even showed up. I'm, you know, I'm bringing him back from Mando. And that would have been probably awesome to see um, Luke helping out fight. I mean, honestly, he probably took out all of the pikes and by himself and, and using the force and whatnot. But it would have been nice to see Luke actually doing some street combat with the lightsaber and helping out the people of Mos Espa, hopping back in his flyer and his X-wing and, and taking off at the end of the episode. I think that would have put it over the top, especially if you add the rancor in, because you know him looking at a rancor in the flashbacks of Return of the Jedi. And oh, that would have been something cool to see, but I mean, that's just asking for too much. Um, the last episode, I think, was their way of trying to redeem the slow pace from throughout the uh, series. It started off well. I liked showing the backstory of how uh, Boba escaped the Sarlacc pit, how he became ingratiated with the, uh, uh, the Tusken Raiders. We get to see their culture, so they're not just some nomadic yeah. people shooting random shots at pe- passerbys. I got to appreciate them a little bit more, um, you know, and then you know, the introduction of the Pikes. Okay. But then it's time to, it kind of got bogged down on wanting to be almost like a, um, uh, uh, what's that? Like a, almost like a, a phony mob story kind of thing. Like, you know, you're going against the family. Don't know. You know, I, I'm, I got a war with this people. I need to make sure that you guys are in cahoots with them. Okay, sure. And then next, you know, we get three episodes of, of just the Mandalorian, like, those that could, honestly could have felt like it could have been paraphrased into uh, an episode of the Mandalorian season three or four, whenever that comes out. Like we didn't need to see him training with the Black Saber, especially when it wasn't useful for him in this episode and in, in the final scene because he wasn't able to just hack through the shield of the, those big robots. He still had to wait till the shield got broken down in order for him to use it. Um, him getting a new um, space cruiser didn't need a full episode of him. Uh, montage of him buffering out and, and smoothing out and testing it out. I think it was just more fan service to see him and Grogu, uh, him and those two X-wing uh, pilots slash space cops. 
I think that was just more fan service. I think they were kind of like running out of uh, material for Boba and Finn to do on Mos Espa. I'm hoping that season two, they, you know, he continues his pursuit of the Pikes, either that or he continues to wipe out all the other families in Mos Espa so that way he becomes a true uh, kingpin of that city. Because everyone, I think myself included, is that everyone was expecting uh, the Book of Boba to come in, similar to how we saw him exit the Mandalorian season. Now, he, you know, he came in, killing stormtroopers, kicking butt, sitting on the throne of Jabba's old palace. Okay, he's really going to be wrecking shop in his show. And then he came in and realized that, no, I'm not the, I'm not the king of the hill over here. I'm getting my ass handed to me. I need backup. And, I, no, I got to get a ranker to train Hopefully the new season will show him either. I'll be even fine if they do like each episode is a new bad guy. He's got to take out. He's taking, he's looking for, you know, he's got the uh, almost like the uh, military with the, got the player, the, the deck of cards of terrorists. Like he's going through the card, the deck of cards, looking for all the pikes. He took out the pikes of most Esper. I'm going now to their home world. I'm taking them out one by one. So now we get a little um, a splinter cell S kind of uh, espionage episodes with him and Finn taking out bad guys on multiple worlds in the outer rim. That'd be great. Uh, even if they were going into Mos Eisley, now I'm going and, and taking people out there. That would be awesome too. But this season, it did feel slow paced. Uh, hopefully, they learned from that and add more to it uh, for the following season. Yeah, I agree. They could have done a, a lot more with that storyline. He just reminded me with Cat Bane. Um, they could have introduced him a little bit earlier and had him in the background, you know, creating problems. And then that would that would lead to why Boba Fett needed to ultimately bring in another team to help him, um, because they yeah. started bringing in more from the Pike Syndicate. Like, but it didn't feel that way. It felt like he was somebody who went to a brand new city, said, "Hey, this is my city. I, I control everything." And he realized he didn't control anything. It's like, well, that wasn't a good strategy, my man. Like, come on. So, but yeah, they could have done a lot more to make that storyline interesting, as opposed to. Um, what they actually had him do. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I agree with you. I think if we had seen more of um, Cad Bane, uh, and, and, and even for those who know, never watched Clone Wars, uh, I think they would have appreciated that character a lot more had they seen him. Maybe maybe instead of seeing Mando taking out people on that fake Halo, plan, Halo ring planet, we see the Cad Bane episode um, where he's taking out someone. Or they're both going out, they're both doing the bounty. Uh, him and Mando go, both going out after the bounty at the same time. Cad Bane gets it. So that way we're introduced to Cad Bane as you know, a badass bounty hunter uh, and rival right. with the Mandalorian. Yeah. We still get to get, still get some uh, uh, fan service of seeing Mandalorian in action with, the, with or without the Black Saber. Um, and then they go about their ways. So that way when they see each other um, or, we, or the fans see him in the final two episodes... It's like okay, these no, these guys are back again. Okay, it's more, it's more. I think it would have added more to it. It was good to, that they brought back, uh, I think Tim Oliphant for a, a Cobb Vance character. Uh, it was yeah. nice to see him. And uh, no, again, I was at the end of the credits scene. You see him sound the back to think, so we know he's going to be alive. So I'm presuming we'll see some team ups between him and uh, Boba Fett. Maybe doing more stuff inside of uh, Mos Espa. He's now a the police commissioner of uh, Mos Espa, you know, instead of just his marshal out there in Freetown. But we'll see. I mean, we know, unfortunately, we don't know what they're going to do. They haven't really alluded to anything. We got to continue to monitor the internet and see. But 
these are our thoughts of what they can do to make this the, the season even more entertaining. And yes, I'm t- also tired of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they should just do a, I know they're working on something of the High Republic, which is supposed to take place, uh, I think, years and years before, um, you know, A New Hope and, and before the Phantom Menace and stuff. But I'd like to see a series take place decades, if not centuries after the whole you know, rise of Skywalker. Like that stuff is, you know, when they talk about it, talk about it in whispers or, or legend has it, you know, the, you know, a man in a black suit came and fought his son, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's something legendary. Like no one, anyone alive now was never, was not alive during that time. So that way we don't have to be worried about the empire or Luke Skywalker. You know, if, if they bring a school, Skywalker back and he's like, I'm the, you know, the great, great grandson of, I'm like, no, wait, just stop. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> this entire galaxy. We're gonna focus on this one family. Like, why are we doing this? But that, that's our that's our thoughts on uh, Peacemaker, on uh, Bo- Book of Boba Fett season finales. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook under the name Three Hokages and on Twitter and Twitch while the guys game, which is Three Hokages Podcast. For more episodes and blogs, check us out on www.3hokages.com. And that is three, the number, H-O-K-E-G-S dot com. And I feel like Vanna White, those numbers have turned. Thanks again for listening to us. Have a great time. No itch, you wanna kick it, cause it's preordained. When I spray, pull a three Hokage gate. We on sight, think a night, maybe move all ways. It's hard to see three ninjas when they move on stage. Now we're tuned of the sound of the new old age. Book words more clever, the stakes is higher, the stakes empire. Based on the day, it's wire. The culture ain't a case of day to day, a tiger. Nah, respect the frame, the man's is fire. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Yeah.